the regular season sportscast. What a tumultuous week, ladies and gentlemen. can't choose family i'm telling you ladies and gentlemen you can't choose family because even if you did you probably wouldn't pick the motherfuckers that you got in your family now uh, it's funny because uh, as of the day that i am recording this which is super producer Sally's birthday ladies and gentlemen uh, baby girl is 11 years old and a year closer to 20 21 40 whatever it's just they grow so fast ladies and gentlemen it's just is this the little girl i can't just as this is occurring you get her birthday and just a firestorm of stuff that goes on with the family it's just uh i tell you i tell you it's you never know what's really going on in the minds of anybody else until they tell you and even then you're not even sure whether or not the bus driver behind the wheel of their brain is actually sober or he's have a couple of shots of Hennessy while they're driving that bus, if you know what I'm saying. But with that, it's a, it's a celebration, bitches. It's happy Sully Day, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! And with that being said, welcome everybody to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jada Red Santee, here to bring to you another week of foolishness, ridiculousness, and all things that is considered just buffoonery in the world of sports make your make sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on the liking group page on facebook at the regular season sportscast also on instagram at regular season sports check us out on twitter at rwj santi and on the youtubers and the anchor at trss turbuckle tabloid make sure you check us out on all podcasting outlets we're on iHeartRadio, spotify itunes uh or else are we? A Google Play, anything that has podcasting, I found that we're on it. So just type in the regular season sportscast. Our episodes will come up there. Follow, subscribe to RageWorks.net, and uh, got love for you. Oh man! And speaking of RageWorks.net, why go anywhere else, guys? Go to RageWorks.net for everything you want that is currently available in your pop culture repertoire. If you love the things that have to do with comic books, we have it there. You want stuff about movies? Bam! It's there for you. TV shows? Click on your remote. Rageworks.net has it for you. Podcasts are available for you as well. We have uh, Call Me When It's Over, TRSS, of course, Turbuckle Tabloid, The Variant Issue, Toys and Text, and Black is New Black. There's a lot there for you guys. Why would you go anywhere else? Hmm? Why? Why? Don't do that to yourself. Don't, don't do that to yourself. So, uh, yeah. So... This week, much, much, tons in, tons in store. We have a lot on, on the, on the palette this week. Uh, wanted to talk about, I didn't get to speak about it last week, but I want to just go into, uh, during this week's rant about, uh, uh, the incident that occurred with Serena Williams. I just want to touch up on it quick. And also just some misconceptions that occur in our world of, of sports and certain things that people may or may not have an idea of what's going on with, Either you're stirring the coffee 
or you are you trying to make it better? Are you trying to sweeten it, or are you trying to make things better? I I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to deal. So uh, we'll work on that. Also, this week we're going into, of course, a review and preview of the NFL week. We'll talk about this past week's football and uh, some some surprises out there. Certain teams out there is on the rise. Certain players that's out there showing improving that people are like, really, son? Wow. All right, now let's get it popping. So uh, we're going to talk about that this week. And, of course, uh, talking sports and shit, still no sign of Le'Veon Bell. Looks like he's dropping lower and lower out that depth chart. As a matter of fact, it seems as though that he's been removed from the roster as well. Hmm. I wonder. wonder what's going on there in that happy land. Antonio Brown makes a statement about being traded, but then retracts it. And more. There's more. There's more. And, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to piece together. I'm still like in a, in a, in a, my mind is in a clusterfuck of what family is and what do we do? And it's, a, and it's not a thing to where it has to do directly with mine. It's just like the outer regions of mine. So it just trickles down to me. And when I just hear about it, it's like, I get it. I get why people just want to just get on a spaceship and just fly to another planet i can see why there's people in russia who want to just fly to mars to go try out that experiment to see if they can make it they just want to get further and further away from their families i get it now so guys when we come back like i said uh this week's ranting as well as uh talking sports and shit and the nfl preview and review don't go anywhere guys please 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 don't go i'm trying to find the jingles I don't know. I, I always think that I'm prepared for shit, but I'm really not. There uh, we go. Is that the jingle? That could be the jingle. No, that's not the jingle. Where are my jingles? Jesus Christ, who does production here? Where are my fucking jingles? Here we go. We'll return with your host, Jay the Red Sand. Regular season sports cast. What's going on, everybody? My name is Theodore Lampert. I'm the man that you need. I'm the man that you desire. I'm the man that will push you to the limits of not doing the things you want to do. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am the unmotivational speaker of all the masses. Anybody needs to be unmotivated? I am the man for you. Theodore Lampert. I am the man that can get you to places where you don't want to be because you are either unmotivated like myself or just generally just say, hey, fuck it. Somebody agree with me when I say I don't want to do something. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you got your man in charge here, Theodore Lampert. I am an individual who knows his place and knows his worth. And basically, my worth is about as low as dog shit on a corner of a store with heat and garbage dripped and riddled all over it. But yet still, I find a way to help others know and realize they ain't shit either. Take a listen to a few of my individuals who been a part of Theodore Lambert's unmotivational speaking courses. Hello, my name is Ayo Atumbe. 
I was one who did not know his self-worth. I must tell you, I did not understand why was it that I was really working hard and killing myself for many, many different days and different jobs in different areas of my career. But then I listened to Theodore Lambert and his motivational speaking courses. And I must tell you, I really know I ain't shit. After listening to this man, I said, why the fuck am I doing so much? He sat there and told me the realness with me that I said to myself, wow, what the fuck am I doing? I need to stay my ass home and watch Springer and some prices right. Oh, Drew Carey is a very funny man. Very funny man. But even still, I stopped doing the other jobs that I did, like drive a cab, work for Verizon, uh, work for the the Spectrum Cable Company, work with uh, shellacking floors, work at the local supermarket, work for MTA, uh, put out fires in my neighborhood, walk with dogs, feed the chickens that my Spanish neighbor has, throw out the garbage, do uh, superintendent work at Trump Tower. I I know it sounds like a lot, but I really wasn't doing enough work. But when I listen to Mr. Lampert's tapes and his videos and his audio, I said, I need to cut back down. I don't need to do this shit no more. I don't want to be motivated. Thank you, Mr. Lampert. Take a listen to another unhappy client who was happy that he heard from Theodore Lampert's unmotivational speaking. This generation needs someone like me. Oh, Goyam, let me tell you, I've been running so many businesses out here. I had seven buildings that I had to look over. I had certain individuals that I needed to be on top of because they were being very goyish. But I say one thing to you. After listening to Theodore Lampert's unmotivational speaking courses, I must say, I felt as though there was more sugar going on. People in my life that I needed to sit there and say, look, I'm not doing it anymore. I am done. I am finished with all this stuff. And I must say to you, it's been a great thing for Hiram. Hiram has learned that I am not doing shit for no one anymore. If your building is crap, I'm going to leave it crap. That's just the way it is. It is just going to be bubble and goyish for everybody else. And all of Things that I need to be done for your building as a superintendent or a landlord, I will not be doing anymore because Hiram will not be motivated. Thank you, Theodore Lambert. Theodore Lambert is here for all you people who think you're too high for yourself, who feel as though that, yeah, I can do everything. Well, you know what? Theodore Lambert gonna knock that shit off your shoulder. You know that chip you had there? Gone, because I'm knocking it out the box, because you don't need it. I'll let you know you ain't shit, your family ain't shit, and anybody around you ain't shit, and they gonna make you shit as well. Theodore Lambert's unmotivational speaker for hire. Make sure you get me, and if not, you're gonna regret it, because you know what? That really proves you ain't shit. Buy my stuff now. Make me rich for $89.99 on each package. It's gonna be worth it. Theodore Lambert. Unmotivational speaker to the masses. <laughs>
Fuck y'all. This paid advertisement was brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Yo, this is Black Mac. You're listening to the regular season sportscast. We're back with the regular season sportscast with these two wannabe sports fans. This week's rants. I didn't get to touch up on it last week, uh, I guess because I was breezing through everything. Quickly, I had a couple of uh, shows that I had to produce and stuff like that. But I also wanted to get a better high idea and hindsight of what occurred as well. Plus, touch down with a certain individual who I know is very in tune with the sports. And because it, it, I, I watch tennis, but I'm not really on it all the time. I watch it casually whenever it's on and, and you know, certain players are playing. So I just want to get up on it. It's... I wouldn't say that tennis is boring because I don't think it's boring, but I think it's one of those uh, flavors in which you have to, uh, you have to grow accustomed to. It's one of those, it's one of those sports that people don't like watching golf. I enjoy watching golf. I don't, I don't, I I enjoy it. I have fun. It makes me feel, uh, relaxed when I, if I, I'll even play it. Like I find it to be soothing. Tennis was a game that I wish that I could play, but every time I, I would hit the ball, I would always hit it like though if it was a baseball. So I'm not trying to send it out of the fucking park. Like it'll go over a fence or some shit. I could never get that level of swing properly across the net and shit. It, it's my, plus, my hand-eye coordination is just terrible. Just terrible. So this past U.S. Open, we had the finals. We had um, 11th rank, uh, excuse me, 17th rank Serena Williams going against uh, going against a uh, 20th rank Osaka, which is a pretty girl, real pretty girl, like shirt. She uh real let me tell you the girl was the girl's on, man. She she looks like she's gonna be a force to 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 be reckoned with and not from this game, from previous games as well. I've spoken to other individuals who watched her play and said the same thing. She also she has looked up to Serena Williams, the Williams sisters, and said that she would have liked to patent her play style the same way around him. So I figured as though that you can see that she she was enamored with the fact that she was going against one of her idols. But with that being said, it seems as though there was something that was taken away from that, being able to defeat one of her idols, but also more involved with the game itself. And apparently things occurred on the court. There was some coaching that shouldn't have been done. Uh, and just it, it just became one big whole debacle. The drama just ensued and, once this occurred, the accusations were starting to fly, and all of, all of a sudden, I start hearing sexism, racism, all the isms that you can. And I looked at it on the on, as as everybody else did, who didn't, who doesn't, who's not aware of the sport, watched it on top, and was like, "Wow, that's fucked up, man. That's that's fucking crazy. Yo, there's some shit going on, man. Our people's being just held down too much. Fuck all this bullshit." And that's what social media is these days. Nobody does their research. Nobody sits there and delves into the whole history of what has transpired or has occurred to transpire to what it is now. They're all looking at it as of this is just what it is. 
and we need to do something about it because it's 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 this 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 stance is what it is but not looking at the underlining of it so with that being said the line judge in question seemed to have been um very very hard on miss williams and was riding her consistently during during the game during the match and many people saw this and i know a couple of people who were there live as well they, they didn't get a real understanding of what was going on but so I spoke to my coworker. My coworker, he's a big, big tennis fan. He's also played amateur and he played in college and stuff. So he's in tune with the sport. He still plays to this day. He actually is an instructor as well. So I, I you know, he was one of the first individuals I went to. And I, and I asked him, I said, what were your thoughts on, on, on the game? And he says, the line judge was right. So I go, really? He goes, yeah. He was right to penalize her, but to ride her the way that he did, I don't, I don't felt was warranted, wasn't necessary. And the coaching, the coaching situation was, was a, um, was an issue. You're not supposed to coach during, during, uh, during sets. And the racket thing was once again, that's something that was immortalized by the McEnroe era, which at the time people were saying, well, you know, he's white and he's a man that they didn't do that to him. My coworker and I had the same feeling of that action. From then to now, it was a different era. When McEnroe was doing it, it was in an era in which tennis wasn't on a on a larger scale than it is now. Like tennis now is a money making machine. Some of these player players make more money outside of the court than they do on the court. So you're now a representative of different sponsorships. And now with the way that tennis is viewed, they have their own cable station. They play on different channels. It's being seen by a broader audience, especially the the, the big uh, the the big opens, the the, the big uh, title games, big title matches. It's it's on a it's on a larger forum. It's not like when in the eighties when McEnroe was going crazy and you were yelling at at line judges and you were breaking rackets and putting it through your head and all that, where people were like it was attention grabbing. It's like oh wow, it was just like the battle of the sexes. The same thing when that occurred, it was like wow, it was attention grabbing. Nowadays, tennis is, is on a different spectrum. Now, I know earlier in the season, people were taking umbrage with the fact of uh, Serena was penalized for certain outfits that she wore. And once again, that was another thing to where I brought the attention to my coworker. And he says, there's a certain attire that needs to be worn in the game. And some may get away with, may get away with it in others, but there's also things away. Once again, sponsorships have to be monitored and checked. Was the attire that she was wearing wrong? No. But was it correlating with the sponsorship? That was in a gray area. That was a, that was very vague. So now with the U.S. Open, I asked him, well, what, what, what's the deal with the, the line judge? Do you think this was a sexist or a, a, a racist thing? He goes, no, that line judge is just an asshole. He does it to everybody. Federer, Nadal, like he's he's. He's banged everybody this, 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 this way. He's very crucial and has swung games because of his way of judging. So I was like, wow, I didn't know that. He goes, yeah, this is, this is, this is a common occurrence with this man. This man has a boner for being an asshole. Now, while people are out there trying to figure out if this is just more than that, you know, especially the, the day and age that we live in, it's good to hear a sense of individuals who, Watch the game and understand that this can occur to anybody. 
Now, I spoke to Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred is a friend of the show. He's been on the show numerous times. Who was at the game, who was a tennis fan as well, who watches it. And when you're at the game, you're not aware what's going on. You hear it, but you don't really hear it. You're just you're more, you're more viewing of it. I have to turn that off. I don't know why that's going on. I hate when these alerts go off. So, um, so yeah, he he, he tells me, oh, that you know, I, I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on. That, that this is crazy. Why are they banging her like that? This is, she's trying to go for you know get that record for you know tie the record for the Grand Slam and stuff. And when I explained it to him, he too had this thought process like, oh, I didn't know that either. And I said, yeah. I said, it's funny because everybody jumps to their conclusions because they seem as though like they want to stir up something, but you don't really know what's going on. Now, granted, this is going to make her role harder because she now, by next year, she's a year older and now she has to work twice, three times harder to win two Grand Slams, one to tie and one to win. But that's part of the game. LeBron is going to be in the same boat. Are we going to sit there and and cry when you know they're going to feel like oh they're just targeting him? This is going to happen to all our great players. Is going to make is going to is going to make things tougher for them. I am once again more. I'm more into looking into the the broader scope than just what people are trying to stir. Like you know, you're trying to rabble rouse and 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 cause. It caused a, a, a conflict when really we should be looking at just the game itself. Sometimes something, it's not something else. It's not, it's not race. It's not sexism. It's not, uh, uh, it's not about, um, stereotyping. It's not about that. It's just about the game. And I think we need to look at that in a, in a, in a broader spectrum. So guys, what are your thoughts? What's your opinions on it? Make sure you, uh, Check us out. Make some comments on whatever the case may be on the TRSS like and group page on Twitter or wherever you want to reach us at. When we come back, NFL's preview and review. We had some, we had some, we had some games last week. Had some fun times. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We will be back. We'll be back with TRSS with your host, Jay. Hey, this is Chris Roach, and you're listening to TRSS. NFL review and preview, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Rush Limbaugh, here. We have a lot of action going on in NFL, as well as in politics. Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you. Let us stop this college nonsense. Speaking of which, there's been some uh, rumors going around that as to his agent, Kyle Kaepernick's agent is saying that there's possibly a team on the rise that is, well, two teams on the rise that is looking to sign him 
and they're looking like they're looking to sign him soon. The two teams that are in the possibility of signing him in the backup role is one is the Oakland Raiders, which I can see happening like soon. I can see that happening. I think Gruden be a time uh it'll be kind of guy that uh that'll take that. Take him under his wing. He's just he's a QB kind of guy. I don't think there'll be much to work with, I guess, just to see if we can knock the the kinks out of his out of his arm, I guess you would say, because he uh he hasn't played in a while. Maybe. Let's see what that is. Also, uh the other team that was shocking was the New England Patriots. Yeah, I said the same thing. I mean, I, I know the Crafts are the Robert Kraft and the Kraft family. They're, um, I know they're, they're the Trump guys, but I, I never saw them to be really that right, that right wing. So I, I, I found that to be somewhat surprising that that would, that would, I don't know. I don't, that, that'd be interesting. That's something, that's something to look forward to possibly occurring. Who knows? But there's always rumors of somebody wanting to sign Kaepernick. So this past week, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we had week two, and in week two we had some uh we had some games. Yes, yes, we had some games, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday we had the Bengals versus the Ravens, and the Bengals came out whoo, firing. AJ Green with three touchdowns early on. You couldn't stop the the, the red top rocket. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton was on fire. Was on fire, and he was able to hit his his receivers with such ease. Uh the Ravens Tried to climb back in. Big play by Flacco and, and Jim Brown and uh, John Brown. But, um, it was for naught. I wonder if they're starting to look at that bench and looking to see if Lamar Jackson is going to be ready to play. Or would they do like they, like Kansas City did and just have, uh, Flacco work it out? Because as they did in Alex Smith in Kansas City, Pat Mahomes seemed to be the he seems like the guy out there, man. They beat the Steelers last week in the Steeler Town. It looks like they're in having having some troubles over there. Mike Tomlin doesn't look like he's in he's in control of this. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is still MIA. This guy's still water skiing and partying up in Miami. Antonio Brown didn't come to practice on Monday. Uh, reason being, it was personal family matters, so to say. Uh, the Dolphins are hot, two and zero on that side. They beat the Jets last week. Who knew that the Dolphins would come out the gate two and zero? That's something. Another another Florida team that's just like whoa, the Buccaneers with Fitz Magic over there. Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing his thing with those Buccaneers. They defeat the defending champions twenty seven to twenty one. Carson Wentz looks as though to be making his return for Week Three. The lowly Browns took an L. It's unfortunate. Uh, they're kicking Gonzalez could not could not knock down some key kicks. And uh, his head was on the chopping block after that shit. Uh, going down the line, Packers and Vikings tie. People are not happy with this new overtime uh, setup with the, the minimization of the timetable. I you have two ties in two weeks. I don't, I don't remember the last time that's probably ever happened before, but yeah. So the Vikings and the Packers tie, and that's a weird thing. Aaron Rodgers is looking to be questionable for the next game. Looks as though that that knee is still going to be a problem for him. I'm starting him on my fantasy anyway. I said, fuck it, might as well ride or die with him. Uh, Titans were able to pull out a win over the Texans. Uh, it's uh, 
I don't I don't know what's the problem so far early on with the Texans, and hopefully they can bounce back and get that. My man Jimmy G, although the game looked close on paper, but Jimmy G over the San Francisco 49ers had the Lions number. The Lions were in climbback mode at the end, but couldn't see it, couldn't lock it up. Rams just squashed the Cardinals. Looks like uh looks like the Raiders are really missing Khalil Mack, huh? Yeah. Lose a close one to the Broncos. Yeah, Khalil Mack is doing more on defense than the whole Oakland Raiders defense has done in a whole. It's just uh, it's crazy. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they defeat the Patriots at home. Hmm. Can the Jaguars really be that good? Can they? Can they be a good team? They're out 2-0 as well. Cowboys look spectacular. Not really. They didn't look spectacular at all. They, they looked all right. But once again, like I said, on Sunday night games, fucking Giants blow dick i hate when they fucking play Sunday night games and on the monday night the bears defeat seahawks i think the giants and the seahawks have the two worst offensive lines in the nfl right now it's just crushing it's just crushing how those old lines are especially for my eli man people were giving grief i'll talk about it during um talking sports and shit but uh they were giving eli grief and i don't think it's warranted i think there's more going on that's lead to expected so let us go to our picks this week And only good, only but goody. Sweet battle, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday night game, we have the Jets and Browns. I am going to go take the Browns on this one. They need this win, man. Let's go 1 1 and 1. Let's go, Browns. I'm a New York guy, but I want to see the Browns win this one. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Got the Bills and Vikings. Bills are having some trouble time there. I know Josh Allen's going to be right there uh, starting at Minnesota, but Vikings are looking too good. I'm taking the Vikings over the Bills. The Texans and Giants. This is the, the, the Giants at the Texans. This is the game that I think the Giants can actually hold up and show some promise. The, the blind side. Left guard, left tackle. Come on, man. Let's give some help to Eli, please. Take the Giants over the Texans and in Houston. Packers and Redskins. I'm going with A-Rod and the squad over there. I I, I think that he's going to hold up for another week. I'm taking the Packers over the Redskins in Washington. Got another Sunday at a 1 o'clock game. The San Francisco 49ers at the Chiefs. Chiefs are looking way too good. I don't think the defense for the 49ers can hold them off. Chiefs had a lot of weapons over there going for them. Mahomes is looking spot on. The kid is throwing dots. I'm taking the Chiefs at home over the 49ers. Dolphins against the Raiders. The Raiders is non-existent defense. They, I don't think they're going to wake up in Miami. The only thing they're going to wake up is from a hangover. I'm taking the Dolphins over the Raiders there. We got the Eagles at home versus the Colts. Is luck going to be the luck of old? I don't know. I am going to take the Eagles here with a returning Carson Wentz. We have the Titans at the Jaguars. Jaguars D, man. Let's hold up. I tried to snatch Chicago's D this week. Oh, they couldn't give it to me. But, uh, gotta go with the Jaguars on this one this week. Bengals at Panthers. If the Bengals could pick apart the Carolina Panthers defense as they did last week, 
the Bengals can actually be in this game. And you know what? I am going to say that the Bengals will stay. And um, I think they'll take the win in Carolina. Broncos at Ravens. I don't see the Broncos winning on the road. I think Flacco's going to be able to utilize his targets a little more this game. And uh, I think Brown is going to be a big factor in this game. So I'm going to take the Ravens at home over the Broncos. Falcons at home against the Saints. This is one of those gimmies. Saints come off a big win last week with Broncos messing up. They, they're, they're still they're still struggling on that defensive side of the ball. The Falcons. I don't know. I think I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to wake up soon enough. I might. You know what? I'll take this one. I'll take the Falcons at home against the Saints. We have the Rams and Chargers. Rams looking phenomenal last week, but look who they were playing. Chargers is just a little team that could, but they can't. Phillip Rivers is going to be at that guy who just had so many stats, but not the big games. Taking the Rams at home. The Battle of LA. The Rams at home versus the Chargers. And the Bears at Cardinals. The Bears come into Arizona. That defense is going to be too crazy for them. I'm taking the Bears over the Cardinals. The Cowboys and Seahawks. The Seahawks, Seahawks playing at home. Maybe the 12th man could help. Maybe. As a matter of fact, yeah, I'm going to say that. The 12th man going to help. And I think Pete Carroll and the squad over there is going to get, you know, tighten it up with the offensive line. Give, give um, Wilson some, 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 some air to breathe. I'm taking the Seahawks over the Cowboys at home. Patriots at Lions for the Sunday night game. Lions are just the Lions. I'm not a fan of Stafford. I don't I don't see him coming along. They don't have a big game rusher. I think the Patriots are gonna get at him. They just they just picked up a big, big signing, which is basically trade rape and what we'll know in fucking in, in the fantasy world. Uh it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. We'll talk about that later on. You have the Patriots over the Lions at the eight o'clock game. And on the Monday night game. Steelers and Buccaneers. There's so much trouble going on with Steelers. With Steeler Town and, and I think the Buccaneers. Oh man. I'm going for for Fitz Magic. I, I really am. And I like that that receiving core over there. Winston ain't Winston's not gonna have a job, man. I'm taking the Buccaneers at home over the Steelers. And that's week three, ladies and gentlemen. Alright guys, when we come back, we have token sports and shit. That'll be the close out of our episode. As you know, this is the this is the news rundown, just in case you guys are uh, all new to it. So don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We'll 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 be back. We'll return with TRSS and that angry dude behind a microphone. The regular season sportscast with your host, Jay the Red Sante. You're listening to the regular season sports podcast with your host, Jay Sante. I'm good, Hank Flanders. Mm-hmm. 
We're back with the guys from TRSS who enjoy balls. Not the way you think about it, you freaks. Man, we talking sports and shit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I must tell you guys, he is free, ladies and gentlemen. USADA has just released John Jones from suspension. He can now resume, resume his career in the MMA. Effectively, immediately. Wow. I'm having a bad time over here. Uh, after failing another drug test back in UFC 214 and having a year-long suspension before that, looks as though that John Jones has been done with with his 15-month suspension and could be prepared, could prepare to get back in the octagon anytime soon and then perform another uh, substance abuse issue and then get suspended again. I mean, let's be honest here. We know he's going to fuck up again, right? Right? Come on. We know he's going to fuck up again. And his name is John C. And his name is... As you guys may know uh, know already by time of this recording, uh, Josh Gordon was traded to the New England Patriots from the Cleveland Browns for a four, fifth round draft pick. Let me say that again because I hiccup. Let me just drink some water. Once again, the New England Patriots pick up Josh Gordon for a fifth round draft pick. Who, not even Madden would pick up this fucking trade. Honestly, I've tried it. They would not take the trade dumbfounded if new england would take this I mean, and you know new england are sticklers for shit they like they, they don't want no not like no nonsense on their fucking team so they, if they pick it up well um, you know, they put they pick up ultra single but he wasn't doing the shit like fucking josh gordon was is, is, is said to do so and plus it's like weed it's like who gives a fuck about weed i mean although you know it, it's it's a contraband it's against the rules of football but still it's it's weed man but they're they're giving up. I don't know what's worse. The trade for Khalil Mack to Chicago from the Raiders or this one. This 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 one's this one might bite this one this one might bite Cleveland in the ass for real. I mean, this this you better get some real fifth round diamond in the rough kind of player because that's just that that's that's ridiculous. I I I, I would have never seen that one coming. Yikers. Say hello to my little friend. Uh, seems as though uh, our guy D Wade is making his comeback. He announced he'll be doing uh, one last season with the Miami Heat. This will be his swan song. I guess this is his retirement tour. Good for him. Uh, hoping that um, after this he does the big check and he goes he gets that China money that they were offering him before. So good luck to him. I hope all goes well with D Wade. He doesn't get hurt. Let's play out the season very strongly and. Um, Get that paper, sir, and get that paper. Thank you very much, and have a nice day. Rumors have been circulating, but it looks as though that it might just occur. Floyd Mayweather will fight Manny Pacquiao once again for the fight that no one wants to see. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the fight that nobody cares to see. I'd rather see two grasshoppers fight each other with boxing gloves on. Apparently, uh, Mayweather has announced on his social media account that the fight which everyone has been waiting for, the rematch is going to occur. 
Who the fuck was waiting for this? I'll wait. I'll wait. As per TMZ, because, you know, they're a reliable source. Everybody's looking for a nine-figure payday. Floyd says that he and Manny will have a remake later in the year, saying, I'm coming back to fight Pacquiao this year for another nine-figure payout. Uh, as we saw in 2015, uh, he made about 220 mil from that fight. Well, yeah, that's uh, yeah. So that that's um that's some cheddar right there. Who the hell is gonna who, who's gonna buy that shit? Nobody's gonna buy that shit. Who? Please, I wouldn't even watch that shit on my Fire Stick. Hook up, hook up, wink, wink. Who the fuck really is gonna watch that shit? I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Brilliant. Any question? Uh. Also on board, Vontae Davis retires at halftime during a game against the Chargers. What? Who the fuck does that? I would love. Wouldn't you love to retire in the middle of your workday? Just be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna call a career, ladies and gentlemen. It, um, that's it. Break time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I'm, all, I'm out of here. Seems as though that he came in for a couple of plays and just realized that he didn't have the pep in his step. Ah, we all feel that way, don't we? But. Seems as though that he gets the payout anyway because since he's retired and in the in the in the way that he retired, seems as though that he still be able to have the big fallout. He must have called his agent. Was like, listen, if I fucking if I retire right now, am I still gonna get my money? Am I? Am I gonna, yo, guys, I'm out. Peace, deuces. I'm off this set. Case goes. Wrap wrap this shit up, B. Wrap it up. We out of here. Back that truck up. Ah! Holy crap! Also on board, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Antonio Brown. Miss Monday's practice with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers because apparently he just didn't feel like showing up. Uh, he claimed personal reason and there's no ill will with the Steelers at this point. But speaking of which, Le'Veon Bell is still not. See, I don't mind a dude not, you know, fighting to get his money, especially when everybody's out there got their money. But I do have some type of. I still, I still would feel a way if homeboys out there on jet skis and shit like that. Now I know everybody's like, you know, he gonna do, he's gonna be like that because. His team turned his their back on him. I right, granted, but still, like, there's still some kind of uh, still, there's still, there's, like, you still gotta be somewhat casual with how you doing your business, man. I don't know. You need to. You, I don't know. It, it, it. I think this was rubbing me the wrong way. I think he could just be like chilled out. You ain't gotta be showing off like, look, while y'all over there beating your brains out in this sport, getting you know, getting your money. I'm chilling. I'm on the. I'm on the. Uh, Nah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I, soon this this might turn sour for me, little in a little while. This might this might this might might, might not work in my favor soon. No man. Uh, as per Sports Center, uh, Mavericks Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban and the NBA have agreed they will donate ten million dollars to organizations that will promote women in leadership roles and combat domestic violence after a league investigation into workplace misconduct. I like that. That's right. Let's throw some money in there. I don't know what the money's for, but uh, maybe it's for programs. Maybe it's for awareness. Maybe it's to open up some avenues. I don't know, but this sounds like a positive direction, and I'm hoping that it does well for others. And Cuban is always known to do some charitable stuff. Plus, you get the money back anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I'm feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. And in closing, the NBA... NBA news story, which hopefully I will get our boy Jay Lewis from St. Louis. He'll stop by next week. We could discuss some NBA stuff. Also, probably have um oh that'll be cool. I'll be with Josie's boy next week, so maybe we could get him. A, we could have a three way conversation about this as well. Uh, NBA trade talks are coming because you know NBA season is looming. 
Jimmy Butler and the Minnesota Timberwolves is looking for trades. Looks like the three teams that were on the horizon were the Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets, and the LA Clippers. Rumor has it that the reason why this is occurring because he and uh, Carl Anthony Towns are on a fallout because Jimmy Butler fucked Cat's fucking girlfriend. Yeah, all right. That's the way to do it. You want to get off a team? Fuck somebody's girlfriend. Mm. If I could get out of work like that, that would be so dope. I, like, get me out of a job. Let me fuck somebody's girlfriend. That shit would not. No, I don't think that'll go over with. No, no, no. So, any team that gets Jimmy Butler, hide your girlfriends. Welcome to the end of your life, and I promise it's going to hurt. All right, guys, that will be the ending of TRSS this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Please get the downloads and reviews up on there. Please stream, stream, stream. I know we were gone for a while, but we back, ladies and gentlemen. We back, we back, we back. We back, we're back again. Make sure you check us out on social media outlets. Check us out on our like group page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at the regular season sportscast. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJSanti as well as on YouTube and anchor at TRSS, Turbuckle Tablet. And make sure you check out RageWorks.net for all turnbuckle fuels, news, and things you need. Please make sure you check us out there. You get everything you want. Contests, reviews, previews, video games, TV shows, movies, all on the umbrella. Make sure you check us out at RageWorks.net. Call me when it's over. Regular season sports guys. Turnbuckle tabloid. Black is the new black. Toys and text. The variant issue. It's all there. Why go anywhere else? Get it at RageWorks.net. All right, everybody. I am out of here. I am the king of talk style. Catch you guys on a rebound school. Wash! The regular season sportscast. The regular season sports cast.